forgetting. Yes, it is I, your humble host, Bill Hatch the Third, coming to you live from the Palatial Home Studios of Bald Spots Productions here in the beautiful city of Santa Ana, California. Joining me in studio, as per usual, is my friend, my brother in Christ, the disembodied voice of Rudy. Hi, everybody. I love you all. Waka, 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 the Lord. And joining us from a more than acceptable safe social distance through the miracle of telephony are my guests for today. <laughs> Uma Ojeda, ukulele Uda, Uma, ukulele Uma. That's quite the uh, quite the tongue twister there. And Randy Lee Boslaw, how are you doing? How's everybody? Fantastic. Super duper. Thanks for asking, Bill. My pleasure. Now, uh, Randy's been on the show before, but uh, Uma has not. So, uh, and of course, this is the first time we're using Riverside, which uh, for some reason doesn't seem to be working uh, very well for me this morning, but seems to be working quite well for you two today. Um, and, uh, um, okay. Um, and uh, so, uh, so we will, we will continue anyway. And, uh, <laughs> Carry on. And, okay, uh, I'll also tell you, Bill, that I'm known as Love Guru Uma because Love Guru I've written. Uma. Yeah, I've That's written a couple of books. Say. Yeah, cool. you can either say Ukulele Uma or Love Guru Uma or Uma Ojeda, and I have many other, you know, personas. If you read my books, you'll get to know those personas. Uh, they're not frightening; they're just more entertaining. But I've written some books called Love is Crazy Lessons in Love and Love is Crazy Satisfying. Although, since all those books came out, I uh, have just survived and um, gotten almost over <laughs> a shocking divorce. But, uh, yeah, you have my next my next couple books, uh, one's going to be for teens to help build self-esteem, okay. uh, which also my books do. Uh, each chapter has a little tip or trick or lesson to help you um hang on i think i need to close this door noisy people those noisy people don't know we're on a podcast dang it that's right um, how rude the third book though is going to be for teens um you know because i've been working with kids all over the world and those teens these days are a little frightening a little bit and uh then the fourth book's going to be really interesting because uh Jumping out of a uh, eleven-year marriage into the whole dating scene has been uh, a couple years ago was was uh, again frightening, but no, yeah. <laughs> interesting. I guess I'd say uh, enlightening. Uh, lots of uh, ahas and uh, things were revealed, so that was awfully fun. And Randy has some exciting uh, things to share too. I do. So many, but where do I start? <laughs> the beginning. Oh, that would take forever. Or the end. And work back, and then Bill can cut you off. <laughs> I'm just playing. <laughs> you were, oh, you were going to say something, Bill? Okay, well. We well, he's doing whatever he's doing. 
I'm also an author. Uh, I write a lot of nonfiction um, about mental health, about parenting my kid with autism. I also have some kids books and some short, scary stories because I like to follow the joy, whatever, make, what the love. I follow the love, Uma. All right. <laughs> so same I do. wavelength, Randy. I feel we like totally a are. traffic controller. Let's go this way. <laughs> I like it. That's awesome. That's exactly what I we're going to do. Uh, one of the cool things that he wanted me to do, too, because I also play music. So I'm going to play <gasps> some cute songs on my ukulele That's very soon. really pretty look yeah. one. Oh, thank so you. Rainbow-y. Yeah. This Am one I, right? I bought. But no purple. No purple. There's um, no purple on your, uh, on your ukulele. There was not space, I guess. They, um, yeah, I don't think it was made for, you know, um, <laughs> any sort of LBTQ, whatever those letters are exactly, <laughs> LGBT. I just like rainbows. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know all the letters anymore, but um, yeah, I'm here in Phoenix now. Um, I was in Hawaii for nine years, and oh. so... Um, yeah, they have a huge music store. You know, that's one of the good things about you guys being here on the mainland, as we call it in Hawaii. And <laughs> <laughs> you mainlanders, and now I'm one too for a little while here. But um, yeah, I can play you some uh, fun songs. I have a new song out on iTunes and Spotify. And uh, you may have heard the word affirmation, but my mm-hmm. newest song is affirmation. So instead okay. of I, that first I, it's a big O. And um, it's up to you, Bill. Shall I play you a little song? Sure. Let's let's start out with a little music. Okay. I was trying to see if I could play the background because the background to my newest song is pretty darn fun. Um, But it's not like crucial. It just makes it a little fun. I have a fun, um, what's it called? I... um, a lyric video out on YouTube. So yeah, like Randy, I have a YouTube channel with like more than 800 videos because I have been all around the world playing the ukulele and singing for a while. Mostly I I teach ukulele. I was just going to say, I only have like 130 episodes. You're, you're, you're crushing me, crushing me. (laughs) And that's not even counting all my live streams during the pandemic, which were hours long. Yeah. For a couple of, you know, year or two there, I was, um, yeah, it was pretty funny. But um, here is this really cool song that I wrote, and you'll hear all the voices in the background are all me. And a uh, new version coming out real soon. I keep uh, nudging people about the longer, fun version, but it should be out soon. But, yeah, this is called Affirmation. It's on my YouTube channel called Uma Sings, all one word, U-M-A-S-I-N-G-S. Uma Sings. Children and friends, they need 
is everything always working out for me what is it all two books um do you ever notice in your life how you're asking questions all the time like why is this happening to me again or why can't i do this or that or why do all the you know crazies always want to date me <laughs> don't yeah. tell him i said that though <laughs> but this concept is if you start asking that question instead the world and your your brain and everything around you starts to give you positive fun answers when you start thinking why is everything always working out for me like i just can't help it <laughs> just changing your view and how you're seeing things and it starts mm -hmm. to bring more fun cool things that you might not have uh, expected before yeah well it's very catchy mm -hmm. thank you yeah, yeah i'm on TikTok too and so i have lots of people trying to do fun stuff on there for it so I'm, every time i meet somebody with like a big following i'm like hey can you do a video for me <laughs> i love TikTok. what's your handle it is also again uma sings yep okay. at uma sings all one word and so yeah lately i um do a live stream too just you know similar to a podcast but it's Sunday, Tuesday, Thursday evenings at 6 or 7 p.m. Arizona time, and I'm teaching the basics of ukulele oh. for about 45 minutes or so. So, yeah, kids can start to play the ukulele. In Hawaii, they start at four or five years old, and by the time they're 20 or 30, they are literally, you know, ukulele geniuses. And oh, so, wow. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's pretty amazing. I've played for 13 years now and um, can do almost anything a piano or a guitar can do. But I also have a baritone ukulele, which is the top four strings. It has the top four strings, so it sounds really similar to a, a guitar. Oh. And I do a lot, of, a lot of fun things like private parties, luau's, um, retirement homes. I did a hotel last year, and um, it's just awfully fun. I've got a Mesa Farmer's Market coming up next week. So I like to have kids join and just play the maracas and dance for me and sing along. It's awfully fun. That does sound fun. Yeah. Yeah. I also have a book talk coming up. I live half time up in Sedona, Arizona. I don't know if you've ever heard of Sedona, but Google yeah. it because it has gorgeous red rocks 
And so I'll be doing a book talk next, um, in a week, in fact, February 9th at 11.30 a.m. If you're near Sedona, Arizona, or fly out, you got time to come see the, the Super Bowl that weekend. <laughs> <laughs> Guess it is that time, isn't it? Yeah. PGA, golf, we got, of course, I'm playing, you know, at the farmer's market on the 11th, too. So, you know, people can get lots of music in and. And oh, culture fly, out and for the, uh, fly out for the farmer's market. <laughs> Thank you, <Bill. laughs> there you go. You're awesome. I do enjoy farmer's markets, though. I got to say, they are fun. They are, really. Yeah, I used to, uh, um, oh, sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead, Bill. No, no, it's okay. Ladies first. Oh, I was just saying, um, uh, for about six months, I lived in near Eureka, California, the very t- tippy top of California. And the Arcata Farmer's Market was probably the hugest one I've ever seen. It was like a square, huge block and, you know, flowers and fruits and vegetables and everything you can imagine. Um, yeah. That was one of the best farmer's markets I'd ever attended. How about you, Randy? Um, so we have a pretty good one actually where I live. Like, so for the Niagara region where I am, I would say the Welland Farmer's Market is the best one, but there's one that's in St. Jacob's and it's amazing. So it's, it's ginormous. Like you're saying one block, (laughs) this is like, I don't even know how to describe it. It has a couple very large buildings. Um, So they've got like a meat building. They've got the um pastries building they also have all the fruits and vegetables outside and then they also have uh, a building that's like a flea market um it's like a place you go to like people go there for a whole day kind of thing amazing and what city is that near randy um so saint jacobs is near waterloo in ontario ontario canada yes yes i am in canada Randy, wow. Randy has snow on the ground, I bet. Why you got to say things like that? <laughs> <laughs> and actually, it's not bad. There's not that much. Not I am in much. the most southern part of Canada, all right? The most southern part. So actually, I can still see some grass. There's like snow, but I can see the grass. Well, nice. you, you actually have seasons. And we do. We, we here in Southern California, we, we have like two seasons. We have... <laughs> We have we have uh, jogging season and we have not jogging season. <laughs> True that. Or uh, or if you want to look at it a different way, we have a everything's on fire season and a uh, and and a not fire season. Uh, <laughs> oh dear, that that doesn't sound good. Uh, actually, I don't think we have any uh, any major any ragers going on uh, right now. Um, which is uh, which is strange for us uh, this time of year, but really? uh, we've had quite a bit of we've had quite a bit of rain actually. Um, oh, yeah, not enough to uh, not enough to get us out of the drought, but uh, <laughs> but quite a bit. I would still take that over snow. I don't. I don't like the cold. <laughs> Every time I say it to my husband, I'm like, I hate the cold. He's always like, so we could move. <laughs> like, I don't you know. Must like something there, Randy. The fact that I'm settled. <laughs> ah, yes. <laughs> you have to give up your ginormous uh, farmer's market. Well, I mean, it's still two hours from me, so we don't go very often. Ah, uh, okay. But I'm sure we could find another wonderful farmer's market. Probably. 
Yeah. Although most things like, um, because I'm in the Niagara region, we have a ton of farmland here. So when we go to the farmer's market, it really is all local stuff, like the strawberries, blueberries, cantaloupe, like we have everything, peaches, like this is where in Canada, um, you get your peaches from Niagara, you get your grapes from Niagara, like that's what you do. (laughs) And is that near Niagara Falls, Randy, or no? Yeah, yeah. So Niagara Falls is part of the Niagara region. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You're right above like New York then, right? Yeah. Cool. Yeah, it's, it's. I need to get to Canada. I, I've been to Seattle many times and I just like, I should go to Canada. It's right there. You should. Yeah. Some, come on. Some, somehow I still haven't, but one of these days I'm going to get up there. I've been to the States lots of times. <laughs> I've, been to, uh, I've been to the southern part of, uh, of uh, BC before. Um, okay. You know, Vancouver and, and uh, um, do all that, but didn't yeah. go, didn't go far, didn't stay long. But uh, yeah, it was absolutely beautiful. Though. Yeah. Well, I've never uh, been to BC, so, so. <laughs> that's a few provinces. Oh, okay. I've never been there. Yeah, <laughs> you are settled. Definitely. Well, I, I mean, I'm settled here, but I go, I do like to travel. But if I'm going to travel, I'm not going to BC. I'm going to like Mexico and Cuba. <laughs> and... Actually, last week we were in Cuba. Oh really? Nice. It was awesome. <laughs> cool. What uh, what was awesome about it? Um, it wasn't here. <laughs> okay. <laughs> they didn't have the, snow. The wet. Yeah, the weather was perfect. Um, I got. We went speedboating, snorkeling, laid by the beach a bunch. I read a bunch of books. Um, yeah, it was good. It was very good. Sweet. Relaxing. Okay. And you have, did your son enjoy it? Yes, he absolutely loved it. Um, he, though, he was like, why are we just sitting around? Let's go do stuff. I sit around all day. I'm like, yeah, but we don't. We go to work. Just because you sit around all day <laughs> doesn't mean we do. But it was Funny. good. He really liked driving the speedboat. That was his favorite. Oh, okay. Wow. Cool. That's pretty cool. What sort of Ever- things did you see snorkeling? Lots of fish. So there was a lionfish. Yeah, that was a little like freaky, but so cool looking. (laughs) Um, I know there was a barracuda fish. There was puffer fish um, and a whole bunch of other ones that I have no idea what their name was. (laughs) One of my favorite things in Hawaii was to snorkel. And uh, if you got there really early, um, there's a place called Two Step in Kealakekua on the big island of Hawaii, just about a half hour south of Kailua, Kona. And um, there's like two little lava steps that you could jump into the ocean and you see all the, you know, Nemo fish and uh, yeah. these gorgeous rainbow parrotfish. Um, they're literally like two or three feet long. And if you listen wow. carefully, you can hear them chewing on the coral. <laughs> wow, that's crazy. And then if you swim way out, you can um, sometimes swim with wild dolphins, which I've done a couple times. And the last time I did it, I was so happy because, you know, you're out in the ocean and God 
so far away from anything by yourself pretty much. And, um, and they're just so happy to see you. And I was so happy to see them. And I was like literally crying in my goggles and I had to go up for air to just cry happy tears because the dolphins were just so, so magical and so fun to see and swim with. (laughs) That's very cool. It was. And my one girlfriend, she, um, she's like, she was a paid mermaid for Disney. In fact, some movie a while back, but she would go, she was such a good swimmer and like an aerialist teacher and stuff, you know, up in the silk. Oh, wow. But she would go down into these little caves and I'd be like, I'm not going down in there. Like (laughs) you're stuck. No way. Mm -hmm. I would watch her because she was just like the bravest lady. And, um, but she used to do all that you know, pretty professionally. So, <laughs> wow, that's so cool. I was just back in Hawaii at Christmas time. So that was pretty fun. Seeing okay. like a dozen friends and playing music at a church, which I also love to do. And then I've got another church coming up pretty soon. Nice. when did you get started playing music? <laughs> right? Oh my goodness. It was, it was a little rough. Um, actually, yeah, I would not have had that, um, that dreaded D word not occurred, but it was actually so uh, okay. perfect that I got to come back here. I spent most of my life in Arizona, in Sedona, Flagstaff and Phoenix, and my mother's in Sedona. My oldest son is in Flagstaff, just uh, about a oh, minutes. Okay. little family. And I went to high school here, so I have a lot of really good high school friends still. And it was magical that I was back here uh, because I got to spend a lot of time with one of my very best friends from middle school, high school. And um, I had like 13 amazing months to spend a lot of time with her. And it was just in time because um, she sadly left the planet last April and um, just unexpected. So, um, yeah, it's all working out so perfectly and I like I said I discovered some things about myself which I didn't know and were pretty amazing and had some wonderful you know friends and relationships and um, here helping out some people and uh, yep just catching up with family and um, but yeah I do enjoy traveling when I get the chance to I also um, actually I taught English in China and the Philippines and uh, for about a yeah, for wow, yeah, I did. Yeah, <laughs> I was abroad for a year, and I got to vacation in Bali and India, and uh, so I'm not sure. I almost went to go teach uh, English in Morocco last September, but uh, wow. that kind of put got put on hold. So we'll see. I still have an Air France $700 credit, so maybe I get to travel in the summer. I'm not sure. One of these you days, travel to Canada. <laughs> Canada with Air France. Yep. They've got lots of Canadian flights. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. So let's get to Randy's Randy Lee's question. How'd you get started in music? Oh my gosh, what a great question. When I was two years old, I still two. I uh I may have started singing before I could speak. I'm not sure. <laughs> but I definitely was singing and speaking around the same time. Um, So at two, literally I was singing whatever my mother had on the radio. And I spent a lot of time with my, um, I had like a nanny, you know, who was like our housekeeper, Lydia in Galveston, Texas. And um, 
I just would hear the radio and sing the words. And by the time I was four or five or six, I would be um, in Alvin, Texas, in a big old car with my six cousins, my aunt and uncle. And my uncle was like, oh, stop singing. And my aunt was like, one of my favorite aunts, she's like, no, no, let her sing. She knows all the words. (laughs) (laughs) So luckily my aunt Sissy, um, you know, and I still credit her with letting me Uh, you know, sing forever. But I, uh, yeah, I just knew all the words. And so I just started singing, kept singing, never stopped. Um, I actually had my first voice lesson at like, I think 14 maybe. Um, And also I went to summer music camp up in uh, Flagstaff at the college where I would end up getting my elementary education bachelor's of science degree. But um, yeah, I was in like five choirs and um, all these plays and musicals and like in my teens and then um and in corral i was in a a choir in high school and we traveled to sea world and disneyland and performed and um you know it sort of kept me out of trouble a little bit i would have probably gotten in a lot more trouble had it not been for corral but um (laughs) I still (laughs) some trouble but it was a fun trouble and um uh, yeah. And then like 18 came around and I was like, and I was singing in a professional band at 17, by the way, here in Phoenix. In fact, at some of the places I still see, I'm like, Oh yeah, I used to sing there when I was 17. Um, yeah, that was a hilarious, uh, chapter of my life, but I was like, I either want to be a doctor or a te- or a singer. And, um, and I was like, I don't know, after 10 years of college and, you know, will I still want to be a doctor? And then I was like, but I don't like blood. So no. And so I was just like, I'm going to go and go to college and learn about music. So I did that. And um, a couple of years passed. And then I ended up, my parents and I all moved to California. So I was there for five years. And I was, you know, auditioning for Japan, Disneyland. And, um, you know, I was on like a little, uh, you know, a couple jingles and did a couple of commercials. Um, yeah. And so I just kept singing and I never stopped. So then I learned the ukulele and that really helps me because sometimes I don't know if you have an experience, you guys, but um, some musicians can be flaky and they don't show up for a gig. And so now, in fact, that's part of why I had married my last husband was because he was uh, a guitarist and a bass player and I could make sure he would oh. make it to a gig. <laughs> but, um, I guess that makes sense. Is that why you left me? Maybe so. I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, we've had place gigs where like a drummer would be like, oh, I have a better paying gig and I can't make it. And I'm like, really? Wow. I can never play with you again now. Do you get that severity? Yeah. So, yeah. Playing the ukulele now, I don't have to depend on flaky musicians. Although I'm sure there are some many, many musicians who are not flaky um, and who, you know, when you make an appointment, mm-hmm. you got to keep it, whether there's a better paying gig to be had or not. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, um, no, yeah, I have yeah, not actually, had that. <laughs> yeah, Bill? I actually belong to a, uh, to a networking group that, uh, yeah. Do I have permission to speak? Yes, <laughs> yes you may. <laughs> We're Thank you. Taking over the show. With our big hey, it's okay. I am I am just a facilitator. <laughs> facilitator. 
Um, but uh, I actually belong to a networking group that combines uh, business owners and musicians called MNO. And oh. uh, it's an interesting, uh, interesting thing. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah, we meet. Uh, well, there, there are chapters throughout the country, but uh, my chapter meets on Wednesday nights. And, and uh, uh, there's uh, there's actually one in Arizona. I can uh, I can send you the uh, I can send you the link. Uh, That'd to, be awesome. uh, Thank to you so much. Join. I don't remember when they meet. No problem. Yeah, I've gotten but, some uh, gigs through um, entertainers worldwide. I'm sorry, Gig Salad. There's a thing online okay. free. So if there are any other musicians out there and you want to play private parties, that's a pretty fun thing. Gig Salad. And then I've been on, like, you know, for weddings. I did so many weddings in Hawaii. Um, but Entertainers Worldwide is a decent little one, too. I keep applying, but so far I haven't gotten, you know, actual jobs. But you never know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nope. You never do. Yep. Just keep on plugging away. Because I do yeah. like to. I, I volunteer. Um, in fact, I was at a, um, what was that, a nursing home recently. And, uh visiting a friend and I was like, Oh, I should go get my ukulele out of the car. Cause you guys would probably like some music. And they're like, yeah. So, um, you know, I know so many oldies from hundred years to now. And, um, so yeah, I like pulled all my old songs out and I did an Elvis party wow. in De uh, January last month, uh, in Sedona. I have a friend who's is like, she has a huge collection of everything Elvis. And, um, <laughs> you know, Elvis is really easy to play on the ukulele. He, uh, he picked or whoever wrote his songs were like, let's make them easy and simple. And, you know, <laughs> that's why they're so or catchy four, four songs all the time. Almost. It's so nice. <laughs> that's what makes them catchy, though. That's funny. And how did yeah, you? It's, uh, it's strange how uh, um, the most popular music tends to be the simplest. Yeah. 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 And uh, and it gets simpler as we go, as you come forward in time that uh, <laughs> songs were used to be more complicated right. speaking. yeah but, I like uh, to do um, yeah. a Bruno Mars and Cardi B song uh, finesse pretty often and um, you know I'm showing people the chords and I'm like literally it's these three easy chords and that's it you know not everybody <laughs> can rap and sing like I can but they could certainly play those three chords very easily and um, yeah Shall I play that one for you? I don't know. Bill, you feel like someone... I don't know. Uh, sure, why not? Uh-oh. Uh, Randy reset. Or I might do another song if we're not feeling that rappy thing. Um, I have a few things that I pulled out just in case, Randy. Do you like um, Martina McBride? I do. You do. <laughs> I do. Um, and this one, let me just sing that one instead. And then, of course, the ukulele is so popular with uh, Somewhere Over the Rainbow by Israel Kamakaviva Ole. So I'm going to oh, yeah. do that one whenever you feel like it. Um, but I think Randy might like this Martina McBride one. And um, okay. I know it from way back when. I think Tammy Wynette did it back in Don't Tell Me How Long Ago. But. <laughs> But yeah, it's a pretty fun song too. When I heard it on the radio, I was like, I know that song. That's so cute that they just remake everything, right? Oh, they do. <laughs> yep. Oh, yeah, they so, do. They really do. Um, are you hearing it okay? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. 
beg your pardon. Never promised you a rose garden. Along with the sunshine, it's gotta be a little rain sometimes. When you take it, gotta give so live and let live and let go. I beg your pardon. Never promised you a rose garden. I can promise you things like big diamond rings, but you don't find roses growing on stalks of clover. So you better think it over. Well, as we talking, you can make it come true. I give you the world right now on a silver platter. But what would it matter? So smile for a while and let's be jolly. Love shouldn't be so melancholy. Come along and share the good times while we can. Yeah, yeah. I beg your pardon. Never promised you a rose garden. Along with the sunshine, it's gotta be a little rain sometimes. When you take you gotta give, so live and live and go. Oh, 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 oh. I beg your pardon. Never promised you a rose garden. I can sing you a tune and promise you the moon. That's what it takes to hold you, just as soon as let you go. But there's one thing I want you to know. Better look before you leave, the still waters run deep. There won't always be someone there to pull you out. And you know what I'm talking about. So smile for a while and let's be jolly. Love shouldn't be so melancholy. Come along and share the good times while we can. Yeah. I beg your pardon. Never promised you a rose garden. Along with the sunshine, it's gotta be a little rain sometimes. When you take it, gotta give, so live and live and let go. Oh, 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 oh. I beg your pardon. Never promised you a rose garden. the fun instrument to play it really is and it's amazing yeah. within a half hour you can really i mean especially if you're a singer at all within a half hour you can accompany yourself and i wish i'd found the ukulele before the age of 43 you know so i just uh, <laughs> gave the the clues away but um yeah my teacher when i first went to hawaii 13 years ago uh, my teacher auntie margie spencer was 83, I think, and she didn't start till she wow. was 72 on the ukulele. For oh, some reason, wow. I don't know what happened, but she just never played it. A lot of the uh, Hawaiian people, you know, they might do other things throughout their life, and then she's like, oh, well, I'm just going to learn the ukulele now at 72. And uh, so she was... Never yeah. too late. Yeah, it's never too late. It is never too soon. You know, those little five-year-olds, four-year-olds with their little hands, you know. Um, I don't know if you've ever heard of Jake Shimabukura. <laughs> But he plays Bohemian Rhapsody by Queen. Oh, completely okay. on the ukulele. And you're like, what? There's an orchestra 
in his little hands with these little, not he doesn't have little <laughs> hands, but in his little ukulele. Like there's a little orchestra there and you're like, whoa, because you can tell he's put in, you know, like 12 hours a day for decades. <laughs> wow. That's, I, I, that's I, good. It was amazing. I uh, did not have 12 hours a day for the last couple decades because I was a single mom raising two beautiful sons, but, uh, you know, working full time. I think, uh, I don't know if their father ever even contributed to their upbringing, but uh, I think at one point I ended up giving him a hundred bucks. I was like, what am I doing? Stop. (laughs) (laughs) That that happens in life, I guess, but. uh, Yeah, yeah. Bill, what's good for you and your world these days? You're having some uh, interesting uh, technology stuff, huh? Or is it going okay? Yeah, yeah, it's uh, yeah, it's getting started. Uh, I'm rolling out a new uh, a new uh, service uh, that helps uh, helps people uh, set up their websites and funnels and and, oh. uh, um, and does a customer relationship management system and uh, integrated messenger and a calendar and just all sorts of uh, all sorts of great stuff um, replaces a bunch of tools that people uh, people use. That's the big project right now, um, and uh, hoping uh, hoping that'll get uh, finished getting rolled out by the end of the month. Nice. But, uh, I actually made an ad for it. Oh, I did. Yeah, it's really exciting. Um, hold on a second. Let me. Let's see. It's it's on preview mode. I gotta I gotta learn how to use the. Uh, the media player here. Okay, I got to switch that to live. And now I hit play. Hey, Randy, have you ever done any... Um... Attention entrepreneurs! Automate use the all-in-one platform that will give you the tools, support, and resources you need to succeed with your business. With, all, with our all-in-one marketing and sales platform, you will be able to keep your tools in one place while saving a fortune and streamline your entire delivery process so you can focus on keeping your clients happy. Get your 14-day free trial at AutomateU.co. That's AutomateYOU.co. Wicked. Ah, there. I made a little ad. Fabulous. Nice. <laughs> nice. Short, sweet, right to the point. I like it. Yep. Randy, have you done any um, audiobooks yet for your books? I have one audiobook. So um, I turned Embracing Me into the first audiobook, and that's mental health, all about mental health. Uh, and there's worksheets at the back. So when you get the audiobook, you actually do get a PDF. So you still get the oh, worksheets. Nice. Oh, I yes. see you fixed the spelling of your name. I like that. I, I did. I didn't realize it was wrong before. <laughs> I'm not getting it. So thank you for that. My, uh, my grammatical brain was like, okay. <laughs> well, yeah, now it'll be easier for you to find me in, on TikTok and things. Oh, yes. God. What is your TikTok, Randy? Uh, Randy Lee Boswell. I made it easy. Oh, the whole name. Okay. Sweet. Yeah, yeah, the whole take name. A screenshot. Here we go. Nobody else has my name, so I'm good. Like, really, <laughs> if you Google my name, I'm like four pages of Google. It's great. Wow. Amazing. That's pretty cool. Yeah. I used to hate my name when I was younger and I was like, Mom, why would you name me that? Especially because Randy is a boy's name. Uh-huh. So I named you Randy Lee. I'm like, nobody calls me it. But uh now I'm like, sweet, because nobody has my name. The way that it's spelled and the whole mm-hmm. thing. It's, it's it's great for Google. Definitely. <laughs> it is. Your mom was way ahead of her time. She was something. <laughs> 
yeah. yeah. So eventually I want to turn all the books into audiobooks. I just haven't got that far yet. Right. I made a bunch of those ACX, uh, you know, video, uh, sorry, audio files. I was doing, trying to do that voiceover thing for a while. And I kept auditioning and kept auditioning. And I'm like, nobody's really, I did one horrible book. And I was like, gosh, I have to read this book to actually do the book. And um, it was kind of frightening. She had like, um, her womb was talking in Testament Bible verses. And I was like, I don't really comprehend this. It was way beyond, I thought, what anybody would appreciate. (laughs) That's funny. How does your womb know Bible verse? I'm sorry. I don't get that. But hey, you love it. So that's what was her important thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and, and a gig. It's a gig. Reading the Bible. And I'm like, okay. Okay. Yeah. That's no, I love, yeah. I love doing those like audio things. I, I, I want to do more of them. It's fun. But yeah, it's hard to to get out there and do them. Yeah, people are um, mm. particular. You know, I have a lot of interesting voices and personas. Like I mentioned, uh, this very hilarious Natasha lady from Russia. She speaks like this. And she's she's you know very entertaining at different times. But uh, yeah, I and I have a couple like you know I got a Jewish lady from New York and I got a country lady from Texas and I got a couple of ladies from England. You know, different voices, but not, not one of them got me one of those voiceover jobs. So I was like, yeah. I think I'll put that on hold. But I did do yeah. my first book. Um, and then, um, yeah, I actually had it in mind mostly because my friend who I said mentioned had passed. She couldn't see very well, like the last oh, few years. Okay, so she yeah. just liked to hear books. So it was yeah. like on purpose for her mostly. And then I was like, oh, man, I, I don't know if I can do it right now. I need some time, you know. Um, mm-hmm. but, uh, one of these days, yeah, I'm going to just upload it. And I was like, really? They take 40%. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah. But at least once it's up, it's done. Yeah. People can find it for sure. Amazon is the way to go for that. And you know, they have our books. So it's exactly. A- it's all, it's all there. Yeah. All there. There. Jeff Bezos a few more of your dollars. <laughs> it's all right. I love ordering <laughs> stuff on amazon i don't care i'll admit yeah. it it comes to my door i'm cool with it yeah, yeah. Uh, me too. <laughs> i i order all sorts of stuff i don't really need from amazon <laughs> it's like christmas every day yeah <laughs> every day bill come on no i don't do amazon every day i didn't buy anything i got a delivery from amazon yesterday but i didn't buy anything from amazon yesterday so oh, <laughs> no okay. i i moved Moved into a new office and uh, um, like the, the the brand spanking new 4K camera that I bought to do these uh, podcasts, it, it, I got that from Amazon and and uh, and a nifty yeah. little light that uh, that video you know light to, so that people can actually see my face and I can adjust the color and the warmth and all that kind of stuff of the uh, of the of the light and all these things that aren't working today because apparently my uh, my <laughs> Connection is too slow. <laughs> but uh, this with a with a piece of paper over it. <laughs> no, no. I actually bought myself a thirty dollar light 
that uh, um, to, uh, to do I, this. I have a light. Yep. <laughs> yeah, but uh, um, somewhere. But if you can imagine being in Hawaii and then having to ship yourself stuff, you know, back to Arizona, like I think I had fifty <laughs> or sixty little FedEx boxes, and I was like, oh, oh yeah, that's wow. Not- yeah, when I was and... when I was a kid, we moved around all the time because uh, I'm a military brat, and uh, um, and so we always had the little boxes of uh, of things, and living living out of boxes was part of the part of the whole uh, lifestyle. Um, the uh, the the say the the myth was always when you've unpacked the last box, it's time to move. Um, so. <laughs> So always leave one not unpacked is what you're telling right. me. That's basically, yeah. <laughs> got yeah. it, got it, got um. it. <laughs> I find myself doing that too, Bill. I just like the gypsy life. You know, there's so many fun yeah. things to do and new places give you new opportunities. And um, yeah, lately so I've been... What... Sorry, no, not to oh, cut you, you off. Go ahead, Randy. I was just... This is what I have noticed with doing talking to Americans versus Canadians. Americans, you guys tend to move all over the place. And it, there's nothing wrong with it, but you're all over the place. You're moving state to state and you're like, it's no big mm. deal. And here in Canada, it's like you you just hunker down someplace. Not to say some people don't move, but I mean, really, for the most part, where you were born is where you end up. That does happen. No, I have a, like half the people. I have a know. good friend. Yeah, go ahead. No, you go ahead. <laughs> Okay. Uh, yeah, I have a friend who, uh, he still lives in the same house he grew up in. Oh, there you go. Wow. Yeah, he's yeah. hunkered out. So, yeah, he, he's hunkered. It depends. <laughs> like, I know a lot of people in Texas do that too, Randy. And in Hawaii, um, many of the locals who were born there never want to leave. And if they Well, do, I mean, why would you leave Hawaii? Yeah, this is true. But there's a couple in Texas too, like... You know, they have one, they have so many family members, they don't want to have to leave their family members Mm. and they're just comfortable, you know. And then I think with the Hawaiians, too, if they travel to like another island or to the mainland, they're like, why? Yeah. And like they want to go back. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's kind of an interesting I think it's also your personality, you know, whatever your personality is comfortable with. Oh, for sure, for sure. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. My husband always, always like, let's just move, and I'm like, ah, I don't know. <laughs> you also have that, like, you know, nesting quality. When you have children, you want them to be comfortable, it's and true. you know, plus the weather. You don't want to keep moving around, and the weather is icky. You want to be comfortable. You know, it's true. Yeah, <laughs> no, I, we would be definitely if we. Ever did move, we would probably be moving to the states and going away from the cold. <laughs> oh, right, yeah, a little warmer. South, yeah, exactly. Because this is pretty much the nicest weather for for where we are at. So south, American south. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's been cold in Phoenix though. It's been like thirty nine in the mornings, which is unseasonably cold. I don't know what that is. <laughs> Thirty-nine is a negative number. <laughs> is it? Oh, then that's gross. No, no, it's just a little bit above freezing. It probably, if you're yeah. Celsius, it's like I don't know, four or five degrees. 
Celsius. Uh, it's still kind of chilly, but yeah, it's it's not horrible. For us, it's cold because we're used to desert. In the summer, it's 115 Fahrenheit, which is, you know, super hot. And you could fry an egg in your car window if you really wanted to. Oof. <laughs> Oof. Yeah. Uh, uh. Not that anybody really does that. It's just uh, we talk but about But you it. could. You could if you, you wanted to. Yeah. I was, uh, well, I had last summer, I, I played at a pool and it was literally 103 degrees and I was outside and I was under um, an umbrella, but it didn't really matter because the pool and the sun were, you know, splashing up in, into my face. Yeah. And, um, and I had a little like square little air conditioner blowing in my face. Um, mm -hmm. But then I couldn't have it get my instrument or my, my, um, you know, equipment wet you know um right. so and then every break i would go in and get my entire hair body clothes uh wet every break and then i would put my feet in shoes with ice and oh my god yeah, that's how i survived uh, a three-hour gig in the sun in phoenix arizona and then like at christmas time i had a um an outdoor gig at uh, uh kind of an outskirts area of phoenix and it was literally i think um 46 degrees, which doesn't seem that cold, except when you're trying to play music and your fingers start to get cold and mm. it's hard to, you know, hold your, your instrument and stuff. And, and everybody was bundled up and it was like a big Christmas party. She had every room of her house decorated. There was a big table for like a hundred people almost. She even had fire dancers and hula dancers because it was a luau Christmas party. And there was a, she had like this huge, you know, outdoor fireplace. So I, at one point I'm like, let me scooch over and have the fireplace behind my back so I can actually be a little warmer. And I had to borrow socks yes. from their kid. I was like, you got any warm socks? I was going oh my gosh. But what was I thinking with fashion? It's 40 degrees out here. My hands are freezing and my feet are freezing. And it was hilarious. I had a blanket on me and I was playing music. <laughs> Oh my goodness. It was hilarious. You know, I never go for fashion. I always go for practicality <laughs> of what I'm wearing. Function could be king or queen, definitely. Yeah, mm -hmm. definitely function. It's, it's all about the function. <laughs> you know, but at least you're not in the Midwest. You know, it might get hot in Phoenix, but uh, um, where my parents are out in Missouri, um, I went out there once for kind of a mini family reunion, and uh, um, my mother's, which birthday was it? It was her 60th? I don't remember which birthday it was, but uh, um, so it was a few years ago, but, uh, um, but and, their, uh, and their wedding anniversary and all sorts of stuff. And we went, drove from their place in a little town called Poplar Bluff to, uh, to Branson, Missouri, which Branson's like... Uh, like Vegas without the drinking and the prostitution and the gambling. Uh, <laughs> but uh, um, on the way home, their van broke down. And this was in August. And uh, um, it was like 100 degrees outside and 99% humidity. And we had to wait almost two hours for the tow truck to arrive. And, wow. Uh, um, yeah, in, in, the, in the just the ick. I mean, you talk about your ick. That's icky weather, um, but uh, um, though the the funny the funny part about that one was when the truck the truck driver who had had to come from a different state from a neighboring state to come and tow us, he had brought his wife along, 
and they had a single cab truck. Oh, no. Oh. So there were now going to be six people sitting in the cab of this pickup truck. So we were all sitting on each other's laps. And wow. And really, really hillbillying That doesn't sound up. safe. <laughs> Probably not. Uh, but no. uh, but we, we made it. Uh, we made it all right. And, uh, yes. but, uh, but, yeah, but at least there was air conditioning. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yeah, just, it just doesn't sound safe, though. Yeah, yeah. Oh my goodness! But, uh, yeah, I, I don't want to. I don't want to have another song. I feel like since I'm here, I might as well play sure. some music. What's your What's your feeling? Sure, let's play another song. You got another original? Um, would you like that? I love that. Um, give me one little second. Hey Randy, okay. tell us about your favorite book while I look for a um another My original. Favorite book. I'm gonna say, and I've been trying to figure out. I was gonna segue here. I'm gonna say my new book that's gonna come out soon. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> yeah, nothing, uh, nothing self promotional about that. Nope, nope. Um, <laughs> so I have a new book coming out May twentieth. It's on pre order right now on Amazon. Sweet. Um, and it is called Goodbye Too Soon. Okay. It is another nonfiction about mental health. Um, but this one is about my brother's death. He um, died by a drug overdose. Uh, oh. It'll be two years when the book comes out. That's um, the day he died, May 20th. So that's why it's released that day. Um, okay. And it's really written for the family of somebody who's addicted. And mm -hmm. that's what makes it a little bit more unique, I think, because uh, there's not a lot of books written to the family. It's often written from the perspective of somebody who was addicted or to the person who is addicted. But this one's more speaking to the families um, because there's a lot of emotional turmoil um, when you are that family member. So it starts with, it goes right from the day I got the phone call uh, to when I had to tell my mom because I got that pleasure. Yeah. Um, and then talking about, there's a little background about who my brother was because there's always this misconception with addiction that the person's just an addict and they're, they're yeah. useless and worthless. And that's not true. They're a person and they have family. So there, there's a chapter on that. There's a chapter, um, a more researchy type of chapter that goes through the risk factors of developing an addiction, um, what the what the DSM-5 says about what an addiction is, like the actual diagnostical criteria for it. Right. Um, and then it goes through funeral planning, burial, um, and Ooh. coping strategies. So it goes through a huge whole gambit of... <laughs> of things in it. Um, but it's written as most of my books are written. Like I'm just sitting down at the table. I'm going to have a conversation with you. Um, and hopefully, you know, it, it helps some people. And so far from my, uh, from my few beta readers, I've had some very good feedback. So, um, so far five stars. So let's yeah, awesome. on Amazon. Goodbye cool. too soon. You said, right? Goodbye too soon. That's right. Mm. Oh. Okay. Find that yeah. on Amazon mm -hmm. under Randy Lee Boslaw. Yes, sir. <laughs> cool. How switch from that to a slightly love song? Let's see. 
It's all part of slightly life. love song. The circle of life. You know, circle of life. That's we're right. Ready for that, and yet we're we're enjoying our now as well as much as we can. Um, yeah. Bill asked for a, an, another original. I, I have about four or five other ones that I've been working on in the studio. Um, and yet the one that I have handy is one that I started writing way before I even moved to Hawaii. I had huh. been playing. Uh, I lived in Warrington, Virginia for about seven years. And I played a lot of music with a, uh, a wedding reception band. And we would go to New York and D.C. and Maryland. And um, I had this amazing, like, college protege piano player guy. And, um, you know, very serious about his music. But it was it was a jazz thing that I was playing music for at an Italian restaurant right on the edge of uh, D.C. And, and Virginia there. And for some reason, this was before I even played the ukulele. This, this little part of a song kept going in my brain. And I'm like, I need to write this down so somebody can help me write songs, you know, <laughs> because I was really just a singer. You know, I had written a few songs, but nothing major. And finally, someone helped me. Um, I think it was my my just last husband helped me with some chords for this song. And then he inspired the verses of this song. And um, so this is called When You Smile, and it should be out real soon waiting for some more things to finish in the studio. Um, I go to Clamsville in Phoenix, which is an interesting <laughs> little, uh, not a funny name. Studio. Yeah. And then I've been working with um, the Emmy app in Philadelphia, the Electronic Music Education and Association for Preservation. Can you say that five times fast? I don't think so. No. <laughs> no, I can't even mouthful. remember it all. Right. That was a mouthful. <laughs> Love 
loved you forever, it seems. You're so fine when you smile. You light up the room, erasing your gloom when you smile. That bright and shiny mind makes me come alive when you smile. Tell me what to do. like how can I get my song choreographed and they're like oh our songs are mostly old songs we don't do new songs and I'm like but you gotta <laughs> do some new songs right <laughs> and so I had to find um like a non-Hawaiian hula dancer and she did choreograph that one gorgeous little like hula da- slash belly dancer who travels the world to uh, belly dancing and, and dancing all over. Uh, but if you look on my YouTube channel on Uma Sings, you can look for when you smile with a hula dancer and it's pretty cute. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> so that okay, one should be out cool. pretty soon. I'm still waiting for a little bit more uh, funding to do some more vocals on that one, but uh mm. it's all good. Very cool. Yeah. Making music nice. is, uh, is expensive. It really is, you know. Um, I've had a little bit of help, but uh, overall, you still got to chunk in some money. And uh, then the little fix-it backup parts or, you know, more musicians to help make it interesting are always helpful. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, one of uh, one of my friends from my uh, networking group from MNO, um, <clears throat> pardon me. Um, she's written and done, she's written a bunch of songs, but she's only actually been able to publish two of them oh, <laughs> because wow. the, to actually go into the studio and get people to back her up and, and all of those expenses, uh, just, uh, are, uh, you know, she's like, well, I can use the excuse. She can use the excuse that, uh, um, that it gives each song a, uh, a lifespan of its own. <laughs> so uh, so people aren't going through an album and listening to the first couple of songs and then ignoring the rest of them. She, you know, it's like she's she's taking the positive spin on it. It's like, okay, they can listen to this one song, really get a maximum enjoyment, and then I'll release another one and they'll get maximum enjoyment out of that. Definitely. So, uh, yeah. But uh, I, I've had her on the show a couple times too, uh, Erica Ann. Um, she did one song called uh, called the Ghost of Go- uh, Go- the Ghost of Kurt Cobain, oh, and wow. uh, her uh, her new single, the one that's out now, is called uh, the one that you love. Wow! And uh, it's a uh, it's a unrequited love song. <laughs> oh. So uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> but that's uh, all right. Um, yeah, it's uh, it's really good and cute. She's really uh, she's really talented, and. Uh, um, this was one of her uh, one of her bucket list uh, things. She had a career in the uh, in the Navy, and uh, um, and when she got done with that, decided that uh, that she should explore her musical side. 
Nice. Ah, yeah. Yes. So, isn't it amazing uh, how so many artists are coming from TikTok these days? Mm-hmm. Well, it's kind of like I found uh, bands I like on there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I still haven't get. I still haven't submitted myself to the Chinese government yet. So, I'm. Uh, I'm not. <laughs> oh, there just yet. get over it. Just come on, <laughs> let's go. Uh, Rudy, just do uh, it. Rudy's into. Uh, Rudy's into it. Um, really into it, and uh, he'll he'll spend hours on uh, on his phone. Rudy's uh, Rudy's my roommate, my uh, my friend, and uh, um, he uh, he was the husband of uh, of my best friend who passed away four years ago this coming February, and uh, um, and I helped her with her. Uh, um, she had uh, a couple different kinds of cancer. She had a stroke and. Mm. And uh, diabetes and all the stuff that goes along with uh, with that, and uh, so I was her caregiver um, there for a while. We we had met at church, and uh, so I was living here at the end, and uh, I just never moved out. <laughs> all right. So uh, yeah. And now Rudy helps with uh, with a couple of the shows. He doesn't really do anything on this show because he can't hear because uh, I use headphones to keep it from echoing. And so yes. he can't hear the guests, so he can't really participate. But uh, um, although I guess I could figure out a way to make that work too. But uh, yeah. um, but he helps with the uh, he does a segment on uh, on a couple of the other podcasts. So because nice. I cool. actually I actually participate in five podcasts every week. Wow. Um, I do this one. Well, at least five. I do this one. Like in a couple of weeks, I'll also be doing a very special episode, which is a one to one interview. Um, mm. In addition to uh, to the regular, not quite after midnight, um, but uh, um, and then uh, uh, and then I do two Christian two uh, two English language Christian podcasts that I'm okay. uh, responsible for the content of. Um, we do a, a Bible study and then we do a topical study. I do that with those two with my father, and Rudy participates cool. in those two. Um, he does uh, he does Rudy Minute and Rudy News. Depending on which day it is and what I remember, uh, <laughs> but uh, um, and yeah. then uh, and then I'm I'm responsible for the recording and broadcast of uh, of uh, my church's uh, Sunday school and uh, and morning Sunday morning uh, worship service, um, which is Spanish language. Wow. Um, and, uh, so I, I, but I'm not responsible for the content of those. I just, uh, I just handle syncing up the, uh, the, the, uh, PowerPoints and the slideshows rather, and, uh, um, and making sure everything gets out to the, uh, to the appropriate platforms. But, uh, oh. yeah. And I'm, and I'm actually going to be expanding. That was part of why I bought the, uh, the 4k camera was we're going to be, uh, I have a, a business partner who wants to do a, uh, a podcast on, uh, uh, relationship, um, leadership, and uh, and sales, and uh, and so I'm going to be recording that one too. So oh, busy, busy. Yeah, a little uh, a little little podcasting business. <laughs> That's uh, that would be my dream. Yeah, that I, would be I that would, would be kind of cool. The only one I get paid. For those the very special episodes, and I don't get much because because uh, normally uh, I spend most of that money on promotions. So. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, the very special episodes are guest sponsored. 
So uh, oh, okay. as opposed to this, which I sponsor and and have, and have obviously started doing advertisements on, <laughs> which is good. You're mine as well. That's right. <laughs> so. Yeah, oh, that's yeah. good. Well, podcasting so much fun. Self promotion. <laughs> <laughs> and what is so, your podcast? My podcast is called The Write or Die Show. Write like you're writing Write something. W R I T E. Yep. Yeah. Write or Die Show. Uh, somebody Write else already had Write or Die, show. so I added show to the end of it. Okay. Okay. <laughs> yes. And uh, I interview other authors and we talk about mental health. Clearly, yeah, I it's just a thing I talk about. Complete- I just came up with a completely unique name is all. Not quite after midnight. Of course, nobody, you know, so I didn't have to add show to the end of that one. Yeah. <laughs> well, I had a bunch of different names, but I just, I really fell in love with Write or Die. Because it you just, know, that's cool. It, when but the first time I was super depressed as a teenager, I was mm. writing. That's literally why I didn't die so my friend came up with the name and when she did that i was like oh my goodness this is this is kind of the perfect name for it so i I had to use it so i had to figure out a way to do it beautiful that's really cool yeah i'm uh i'm actually uh working on transcribing the shows uh so i can uh, turn them into a book i've been thinking about that online yeah Yes, doing um, like I've, a write or die show coping strategies. There you go. Um, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I started using a service called Fireflies. Um, what oh. is the Fireflies AI? They have a they have a free level, but it's very limited. And but their uh, their paid levels are pretty cheap. But what is uh, that it again? seems to work pretty good. Fireflies. Fireflies.ai, I think it is. Uh, okay. Where to go? Yeah, hmm. Fireflies.ai. And, uh, and of course, Riverside on their pro level transcribes uh, the shows that are broadcast through them, too. But ah. uh, Fireflies, you can upload old stuff. And, ah, uh, interesting, yeah. interesting. So, um, yeah. And, uh, yeah, I'm thinking uh, thinking of doing that and, uh, and uh, turning it into a book, maybe, uh, you know, adding commentary to the, uh, to the shows. Uh, yeah. And also, it's not just a straight transcription. But, uh, um, but yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, that sounded, uh, that sounds really, uh, it's, you know, uh, yeah, I had another guest, uh, Joseph Leonard. Um, oh, he's, yeah. Yeah. He's, um, he's been on my show. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I do recall him saying something about that at one point. But, uh, yeah, he's written a, cu- a couple of books. Uh, one, his first book was, uh, um, was uh, Terror Strikes Coming to a Town Near You. Yes, and, that is uh, on my uh, two review view list i do book yes. reviews as well so uh, oh, okay. he sent me that one and i it's on my list to read i just haven't got there yet he didn't send me that one to review but he sent me his new book which is how to write and how to write a book and get it published i think okay yeah. and uh, and he had me read that and review it and as i was reading it i'm going like i can do this <laughs> so, i'm like okay let's get started but uh yeah he's he's a lot of fun on a on a podcast too um, yep. But uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, definitely an interesting, uh, an interesting individual. But, yeah. Uh, yeah. Everybody can write a book now. <laughs> oh, yeah. Whether or not they can write a quality book. Well, yeah, that's the thing that that's the thing that scares me is like, uh, is anybody going to uh, to get it? Are they going to care? Is it going to make any sense? Well, like for is you, it gonna be satisfying. 
Yeah. <laughs> For you, with that kind of book where you're, you're taking the show and making it into a book, the people who subscribe to your show would be your first targeted audience, right? right they would be right. the ones most interested in it. And then from there, good reviews would mean other people would buy it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, so yeah, which is why I have a really long release agreement. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah, yeah. So, but, uh, um, but yeah. Um, let's see. So, so Randy, you've got Rand, Randy Lee. Uh, <laughs> um, you, that sounds like I'm angry at you. <laughs> I know. My mom is like the only one that ever calls me Randy Lee because I'm in trouble. <laughs> it's even worse yeah, when get... she adds my middle name. Uh oh. What's the middle name? Catherine. Randy Catherine. Lee Catherine. Oh. Okay. So definitely yeah. some more syllables there. My yeah, mom, it's a uh, my mom has quite a few choices uh, to decide how mad she is with me. Because my full name is William Arthur Hatch the Third. Oh my and, goodness! And the third really puts really puts an exclamation point on the being angry, which is the yeah. third. And I know that I've really messed up. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I haven't heard. I haven't gotten that in the in a long time, though. Um, oh, that's but, good. Uh, yeah, good to hear. Yeah, yeah. So. <laughs> Of course, uh, of course, I've got the the best of all possible worlds, and that they, uh, in that uh, I have a loving relationship with them. I I get to be close and have conversations with them on a regular basis. Uh, oh, my father good. and I do the podcast, but they live two thousand miles away, so uh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> there's plenty of good distance with uh, with that. So uh, so yeah, um, it's not like living with them. <laughs> I finally just got my mom moved out. She lived with me for like ten years. Wow, like, hey, mommy, leave. I well, love I moved you. with my over after, there. Uh, after my uh, after my horrible divorce. Uh, I moved in with my grandparents. That's how I got back to Santa Ana. Um, they were uh, they were older and uh, and didn't uh, really couldn't take care of the house anymore. But they weren't in a mindset to move into an assisted living place yet. And uh, so the timing, you know, so, uh, uh, Uma, you uh, you were talking about how you know, your first song, how do all these things keep working out for me, you know, <laughs> um, and uh, um, and you know, it's like this terrible divorce, which was funny that it was terrible because our our relationship was always you know at least cordial until my wife decided that uh, that she didn't want to be married to me anymore. Ah, um, uh. yeah. Um, well, she, she, the reason why was because before that she had decided she wanted to be married to somebody else and was acting <laughs> oh. on that. Um, and, uh, hey. and then she decided she didn't want to be married to me anymore. Um, hey. so, uh, um, but, uh, um, our first real argument was the divorce. It <laughs> <laughs> was like, how does this happen? We didn't have kids. We owned uh, we owned a condo that I didn't want, um, and uh, um, yeah, and still she she managed to drag it out for two years. Wow. Well, we wow. managed to drag it out for two years because because um, I I didn't want to give up the I I wanted at least some of the equity out of the condo. Sure. And, uh, yeah. I mean, this was this was back in. I hear you, Bill, and I'm going to raise you on that divorce story. Um, oh yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> okay. I see you in I see you in red. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it took my this last husband um eight years to actually say the word no to me. <laughs> wow. And it's actually on my TikTok. I'm like, oh, he okay. just said no. And I was like, way to go, husband. <laughs> oh my venue. And little did I know this particular venue. Uh, is owned by a, a, like I said, a seven hundred and fifty million dollar lady, billionaire lady. Her uh, family, uh, she's still married to the guy. Um, he, uh, he, uh, yeah, she doesn't want to divorce him. So my my last husband just gets to be her toy on the shelf. Let me pull this toy off. But wow. um, yeah, the pandemic brought out his teenager self. So he went right back to being sixteen, even though he was fifty seven. And, um, you know, the things that teenagers like to do, many of the Mm -hmm. unsavory things, um, (laughs) you can imagine. I don't even have to tell you because you know what I'm talking about. (laughs) Oh, dear. I'm like, I'm not really into any of those things. And I kept thinking, when is my nice husband going to return? And he just never did. (laughs) Wow. Oh, dear. And in awe. And I was like, what do you mean? And I still because we played music all over the world, I still will hear a song at the grocery store and it will like make me, my legs will shake and I'll have to sit down and I'll just like cry. And I'm like, okay, it's been two years. I should probably stop crying every day. Let me see how I can reframe this. So many more wonderful things have come from it. Blah, 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 blah. And so I'm almost there. I really swear I am. (laughs) Well, that's good. Yeah, one step at a time. That's right, baby. I don't have a divorce story to share. Sorry, you're lucky. Yeah, I'm to, still married. To, uh, <laughs> to actually, to actually finish the story. Um, <laughs> and, uh, so, uh, so because of my my poor financial situation after the divorce, I needed to move into someplace cheap, and uh, my grandparents needed somebody to help them around the house and had a spare bedroom. Perfect. So I moved back to Santa Ana, moved into that room, um, started going to the uh, to the old family church that uh, members of my family had been going to since 1949. And, wow. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah, my mom's parents were the first, and then my great-grandparents joined later, and there was somebody in my family, in one side of the family or another there since uh, since then. Um, my uh, um, my father actually worked for that church uh, for a while back in the 70s, too, as uh, wow. the Minister of Youth and Seniors, wow. which seems like an odd combination, but be that as it may. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's but, what it uh, is. Um, I was working on some project, and the pastor was doing a radio show out of uh, um, out of uh, the Angel Stadium in Anaheim, um, and uh, uh, I he was looking for sponsors, so I sponsored it with this project. I can't remember what it was, and never left the uh, never left the radio show. Became his co-host, mm-hmm. and uh, um, and from that uh, developed the uh, the whole podcasting. So if I hadn't gotten divorced and had such trouble then we wouldn't be here today having this conversation. Amazing. Well, then, <laughs> good. Yeah, so so think, good things come from bad things. They really do. They, yes. they certainly can. Definitely. And, uh, yeah. yeah, you just need to uh, to reframe. Yeah, looking but, at uh, it differently. I am a substitute teacher, too, quite often, and I so oh. try to let, you know, so many kids 
realize and see and you know even parents you know it, you could look at this in another way completely another way mm -hmm. you know do you like the way you're feeling right now but then they just don't have sometimes they're just so ah! that um yeah. yeah sometimes i don't even want to substitute and um you know <laughs> i have three patients hats for you know i uber drive as well so i do all these oh, my goodness. around my my you know like helping um you know, the book talk, the music gigs, everything I do is just kind of filling the schedule. And uh, it's sort of fun that way. I never get bored. That's for sure, Bill. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I like having multiple, uh, wearing multiple hats. Um, yeah. You know, because there's always, there's always something to do and, uh, and you can always switch it up when, uh, when you're bored. Definitely. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I've, I've, I mean, because I have my podcast and I have my writing and then I have another part-time job in an office. And then, of course, mm. my kid, we do school at home. So, yeah. And then animals. I have lots of animals. <laughs> but you have a big yard, too. I do. I have a very big yard with a pool and a hot tub and a big garden and lots of room for the dogs to run. So nice. yeah, if it would just get to like May, I could open my pool. <laughs> yeah. Although there is something about, about getting in a hot tub when it's snowing outside. It is. I definitely use the hot tub a heck of a lot more in the winter than I do in the summer. <laughs> <laughs> definitely. Yeah. The hot tub too up in Sedona. Oh, so nice. Nice. Um, let's see. So we talked about Randy's new book. Uh, uh, goodbye too soon. Goodbye too soon. Right. <laughs> goodbye too soon. I remember the too soon. I couldn't remember the goodbye for a second. Ah, goodbye yes, yes. too soon. Remember, uh, it's about death. So goodbye. Right. Goodbye. Too soon. Yeah, I was the word gone put jumped into my brain. I'm like, no, ah. that's not right. <laughs> no, no, no. Goodbye. 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 Releasing on May 20th. Pre-orders available now on Amazon. Amazon. <laughs> give Jeff, Jeff Bezos a few more of your dollars. And, and give me uh, some of your dollars. Just yes, to, definitely. You know, stop, stop talking about Jeff Bezos. Give the indie author, the self-published right. author. Money. <laughs> That's, That's right. the one thing about Amazon, right? People sometimes get on these rants about Jeff Bezos and he makes all this money. Da, da, da. Well, he has, him aside, mm -hmm. I, I don't care either way, but he has made it so that indie authors have yeah. an easy accessible way to mm -hmm. actually publish their book and get it out there oh, it's yeah, great absolutely. like we don't have to keep a stock i don't have to go to the post office and, and right. mail the books like it's it, they take care of it and like mm -hmm. sometimes i've ordered books and like the cover has been crinkled or whatever and i'm like mm -hmm. amazon it's crinkled and they just send me a new one right so I don't have to worry about any of that. No, so it's, it's forget awesome. about Jeff Bezos, guys. Some people get some people are like, I'm not giving him money. Forget about him. No, no, he's, he's think done, about the, the author. He is he does, he is, yeah. yeah, he's definitely lowered the lowered the barriers for entry for uh, for would be yeah. authors. Um, yeah. You know, because uh, lots of people have I mean, I was writing books when I was in junior high. You know, and stuff, but it was, but you know, I never thought about publishing any of it. And, yeah. uh, um, you know, it's <laughs> like, uh, and I should, I should dig, I should dig and see. I'm sure my mother still got some of my early attempts at writing. Um, um but, yep. uh, you know, it's like, it's, it's funny. I was talking with somebody the other day, uh, I don't remember who, but, uh, uh, but we decided that 
childhood is the time of your life when you've when you don't know you can't do something yet. <laughs> yes. And so everything's still possible. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. you can, you know, you can write a book, you can you can become a famous musician, you can you know, you can be an astronaut or a cowboy or or uh, or cowgirl or uh, or whatever pops into your head because nobody's yep. brought you down to earth yet. And, uh, yes. and you, you know, it's like, which is a terrible thing to do. I mean, eventually you have to make a decision, I guess, on, on what you're going to be when you grow up. But, uh, no. um, but, but, you know, it's like, uh, um, eventually I, I haven't gotten there yet. I'm, I'm 50 this year. So I was going to um, say, we've all talked about the yeah. multiple things we do. So like, do we, yeah. do we really need to pick one thing? But I'm not going to be a cowboy or, or okay. a frontier hunt or a frontiersman. <laughs> Um, even though I have my black powder rifle, <laughs> I'm, I'm ready for the, uh, for the zombie apocalypse. I have my, uh, I have my muzzle loading black powder, uh, uh, percussion cap rifle. <laughs> That's awesome. My husband always says when the zombie apocalypse happens, he's just going to join them. He doesn't want to have to fight and run. <laughs> mm, okay. And I'm like, Hey, I'll kill you, honey. It's fine. Um, now we're gonna we're gonna lock ourselves up in the Costco. So, yes, I love Costco. Yes, Costco is another awesome uh, awesome thing. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Costco and Amazon, yay! <laughs> They're the only place I can get my sesame snaps. No, oh my gosh, okay. those those are the ones good. I love. Yeah. So good. So good. I haven't had those in a while. Um, <laughs> oh, so good. What was the other uh, the other good thing? Uh, there, well, there's so many good things. Um, they've started carrying uh, butter toffee covered cashews. No. In ah. the uh, in the Kirkland brand, they are so dangerously good. Uh-oh. I can I, I have to be careful if I have the bag with me. <laughs> then, uh, then I'll just I'll just sit here, be working on something, and munching on it, and eventually the bag's just gone, and I'm I'm like sticking my finger in to get the crumbs. And <laughs> oh dear, oh they have like at Costco they have the big bags of the Heavenly Hunks cookies, which okay, is I've like seen those. oh they're so good because I have a lot of dietary restrictions, so I can eat uh, those, and they're so good, and like, way better price than when I buy them at Zares. Zares, I get, like, yeah. this tiny little bag mm-hmm. for way too much. <laughs> <laughs> now I want cookies. Now I don't like you anymore. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> We're not friends. We're not friends anymore. I unfriend you. <laughs> oh, what I was watching um I, I watch a lot of YouTube and uh and there was uh, a video on things that you wouldn't believe are older than you think and one of them is the term unfriend. Apparently it was first used in the modern context back in like the 1700s. Really? Some guy wrote uh, yeah, some guy wrote uh, um you know, I hope uh, something to the effect of I hope this, you know, that what I've said doesn't uh, cause us to unfriend each other or something like that. But wow. uh, yeah, 
Um, yeah, you know what? Like, I can't. I can believe that because unfriend sounds like one of those old timey type of words. Mm-hmm. Like, I shall unfriend you because it's like it's like polite, <laughs> but gets your point across instead of yeah, oh, I yeah. hate you. You're not my friend anymore. Like that sounds snooty. Did you all see the? Did you all see the? The new uh, uh, take on a Christmas Carol with uh, with Ryan Reynolds and uh, Will Ferrell was last year. No, um, no. What was that no. one called? Rudy, a terrible what, Christmas. A terrible Christmas. Yeah, Rudy oh, really didn't gosh. like it because it's a musical. Uh, but oh, uh, I love musicals. <laughs> Some musicals are awesome. He really loves Jesus Christ Superstar. But uh, uh, there's a uh, there's a, a bit in the uh, in this Ryan Reynolds Will Ferrell uh, movie where uh, they go back to the 1800s and uh, he introduces uh, Ryan Re- Will Ferrell introduces Ryan Reynolds to the ther- to the term Good Afternoon and uh, and Ryan Ryan Reynolds is like uh, like why is everybody upset at you saying this and they go into a big song and dance about how it's essentially the uh, the 1800s term. 1800s term of FU or or F off. And so they do this whole song of good afternoon, good afternoon, good afternoon, good afternoon. (laughs) Oh my goodness. But uh, yeah. um, Yeah. So uh, so yeah, unfriend, old tiny. Good afternoon. Bless your heart. Yes, your bless heart. your heart. No, bless your heart's more of an erase, uh, an eraser uh, for uh, for saying bad things like, like yeah, uh, yeah, like you're you're an idiot. Bless your heart. Exactly. <laughs> oh, bless your heart. It's uh, it's my favorite. It's my favorite insult because it's so polite sounding. Yes, yes, and it and it gets you an out for whatever it is you said. Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, bless your heart. Bless your heart. Good afternoon. <laughs> I didn't know about good afternoon. That's kind of huh. yeah, interesting. Yeah, it, it was pretty funny. If you can find that, uh, if you can find that song uh, on uh, on like YouTube or something, it's definitely yeah. worth listening. It was the best part of that yeah. movie. Wow. <laughs> yeah, my parents up in Sedona will watch. They still watch like a Hallmark movie every every night or so. Wow. And uh, when Christmas comes around, dang, for like. Two months before and two months after, they're still watching those Yikes. Christmas movies. Um, one can only take so much of that, you know. <laughs> yes, yes. Um, we have a radio station out here uh, that uh, um, that starting, I think, like November first starts. They switch over to all Christmas music. Oh wow! Yeah, it's it's crazy. Hi. Love Christmas music. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but two months worth of it is a lot. No. <laughs> no. Yeah, my uh, my grandfather used to limit my grandmother that uh, that she couldn't wa- she couldn't watch Christmas music movies until after Thanksgiving, and she could only watch uh, like she loved your wonderful life. And uh, and I think she was only allowed to watch that like four times in the in the year or something like that because she used to she used to completely abuse it and it drove my grandfather crazy. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, so she respected his wishes on uh, on that. But come uh, come Thanksgiving, it was all Christmas movies all the time. Wow, she had uh, she had some of those movies memorized. 
And uh, yeah, it was crazy when she uh, when she went blind. Uh, she could still watch them because she'd uh, she had met, she had all the actors and their movements and blocking and everything memorized. And so when she got to the point of uh, you know when she'd listen to the uh, to the words you know that they're speaking, and she could envision the whole movie in her mind, and she'd keep watching. It yeah. was uh, yeah, it was crazy. I have a few movies like that. <laughs> <laughs> So what's your favorite movie? Labyrinth. Okay. <laughs> Unexpected. Unexpected, <laughs> but uh, but uh, but not a complete surprise. I, I like Labyrinth. That was uh, that was favorite. a lot of fun. Yeah, I can do what you said. Close your eyes and just watch the movie as mm-hmm. the words are going. Yeah. Yeah, I haven't watched that one in a long time. But uh, um, but yeah yeah love uh, love David Bowie and that that was yeah. Uh, <laughs> you remind me of the girl with girl. The girl with the power. What power? What power? The power of voodoo. Who do you do? Do what? Remind me of the. Yep. Yeah. Absolutely love that movie. And then I loved the last unicorn. Okay. That's a really good one too. Um, and then I got my kid into it when he was younger, and he would watch it on repeat too. It's good. Um. And Cutthroat Island, which I've now okay. discovered is on Netflix. Wow. <laughs> so good. That's another one of those movie. things that, yeah, the pirate movie. Yeah, that's yeah. another one that's, uh, that's a, uh, that's a mixed blessing. They've, uh, they've, they completely changed the, uh, the, the landscape of, uh, of movie watching. Um, and mm-hmm. now there's so many different movie watching, uh, company, you know, streaming companies that, uh, yeah. it's like, how do you, uh, how do you make these decisions? But, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> I know. Well, and Labyrinth used to be on Netflix, and now it's not anymore. Oh, I sucks. mean, I still have the DVD, <laughs> probably the VHS. VHS. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm saying I love that movie. I watch the behind the scenes on that. Like I, I have the nice. board game. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Wow. How about you, Emma? What's your favorite movie? Ooh. You know, I might still be um, recovering, you know, from the whole bad D word. Um, I've had, I've, I've not had the chance to rethink that because I had one that was also the former's and um, I'm trying to stay Uh, positive. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Um, I don't know. I liked, um. The new Wakanda Forever movie. Um, I haven't seen that yet. <laughs> I have not either. I'm waiting till it goes to Disney Plus. Avatar, the okay. Way of Water. That I haven't seen that yet either. Waiting for Disney Plus. Pretty darn yep. good. Um, so many interesting things out. You know, it's hard to pick. I love sci-fi. I love uh, action adventure. I love romance. But, you know, not really. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I was just asking my friend if, if he thinks I might come back around to uh, appreciating my love songs because, uh, you know, it's Valentine soon and I write about love. You think I should like love, but uh, yeah. yeah, I'm still love stinks. a little jaded. And- <laughs> love is all like gooey and like. I know. <laughs> like, I really am a little gooey person, but right now I have like a hardened shell. And it's going to take I, a lot always, to crack that shell. 
we always joke my husband and I like we're not touchy feely people like at all so like if we're out in public and I grab his hand like we hold hands for a, for a hot second be like haha you love me and then I let go of his hand because I want to hold hands cute you're too uh, cute Randy Lee well we have been together our entire adult lives now and married for 10 of those yeah. so yeah, it must be good. Good. I'm just kidding. <laughs> good enough for me, anyways. That's happiness funny. is nice. I I appreciate happiness. I'm always trying to help people get happy, and you know, yeah. that's always a fun task. But happy uh, is go. Hi, friend. <laughs> Hello, that's my kid. Hello, kid. He can't, he can't hear you. I've headphones in. Uh, oh, okay. Hello. Hi. <laughs> Look at these. <laughs> doing an interview i told you <laughs> but you've been doing it for so long that, that's pretty much what he said he comes in he's like i'm bored you've been gone for so long <laughs> but oh uh, yeah we have been doing this for an hour and a half maybe uh maybe it is time to uh to wrap it up you bet, Chad. Hey, Thanks for having us, Bill. It's been fun. No problem. It's yeah, been, it's uh, yeah it has been fun. fun. I've uh, I've enjoyed it. Check and, everything uh, out. We're um, both on Amazon and YouTube mm-hmm. and Uma Sings yes. on TikTok, Uma YouTube, Sings. and Love is Crazy and by Love Randy Guru Lee Uma on Amazon. Yes. <laughs> yep. And, and, uh, and Goodbye Too Soon coming out on May 20th. Yep. I've already followed you on TikTok. Oh, my- thank you. Yay. I'll find you that way. <laughs> and, I, uh, I have a bad memory. So if, like, if I don't do it right now, then right. Yeah. Thanks so much uh, for having us, feeling. Bill. We'll catch you later, okay? Yeah, absolutely. Um, but uh, I always uh, I always ask, uh, do you find ladies have anything else to say to the nice people? Other than follow me on TikTok and buy my book. Okay. <laughs> but no, everybody enjoy yourselves. Watch your questions. Okay. Think about, you know, reframing your questions. And, and if you yeah. catch yourself saying, why is this whatever always happening to me? Just, you know, why is everything always working out? And I really love to watch the, um, the, Abra- I liked that one. Yeah, the Abraham yeah. videos too. Like just for five, 10 minutes, you're like, oh, it just kind of puts a little seed of positivity in your brain and your yep. heart and your everything. And it's pretty fun. <laughs> Reframing is the lesson of the day, I think. Definitely. So, it's a good well, thank one. You, uh, thank you both for uh, for being on the show. Thank you, Bill. Uh, Thanks for having us. It's been my pleasure. And uh, um, let's see everybody uh, out there be safe. Remember to wash your hands and stay tuned for the closing credits. <laughs> okay. See you later. See ya. Let's see. Live play. Thank you all for tuning in. This has been a presentation of Bald Spots Productions. I'd like to thank my producer, my beloved mother, Eileen Hatch. I, of course, am your humble host. I'd like to thank my beloved Ed McMahon, Rudy Corlew. Yes. And my special guests, Uma Ojeda and Randy Lee Boslaw. Yes. Support the show uh, over on Patreon.com. We're known as Bald Spots Pro. You can uh, find some interesting way to ways to support the show. Don't you dare miss YWL Online. You can find us on Facebook and wherever fine podcasts are offered.
Uh, tune in next time for Kim Lingling and Davida Shensky. Oh, that's going to be a fun one. They're very different people. Please like, comment, and share to stay informed. You know, subscribe, follow, whatever it is you got to do. Not quite, not quite after midnight to kick the algorithm into gear and help us reach more people because that's part of the point. If you or someone you know needs support now, call or text 988 or chat 988lifeline.org. That is the new uh, uh, suicide and crisis hotline here in the States. Thanks again for tuning in, and have yourselves a wonderful whenever. Bye.